Hi, I am Maya. I'm Judy. And I'm Lala. We are doing a multimedia project on the ways teens can have a healthy relationship with social media, and we have brought in Don Massey, who is a user interface slash user experience designer at iStation, an educational technology company, to talk about how design can influence teens on social media. He designs educational video games for middle school students. He has worked for iStation for 11 years and is now leading the UIUX team for a new project called Next Level. That, that is mostly true, yeah. I don't like the think of myself as a leader, it's like feels more like it's collaborative and everybody's kind of doing it together, which I guess there is a bit of a leading aspect to it just because I've been there so long. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a pretty pretty fun and rewarding experience. So it's very collaborative. Oh yeah, it, it has to be. That's that's one of the, the best aspects of uh, Next Level is that we started with that philosophy that uh, it can't be top down. It has to be everybody from the highest ranking person to the lowest. Everybody's got their brain on it because everybody uh, they, they, everybody brings something different to the table. There could be a problem that you don't quite understand how to solve just because you don't have quite the correct perspective, but someone else could bring some really good ideas to the table. And then by doing that, you have now learned some you know, new skills that you didn't realize that you needed. And everybody grows from it as a result. Cool. So what made you want to go into educational technology design? I had a pretty brief experience with a video game design uh, college program and uh, I learned pretty early on that I didn't want to do that anymore. It just seemed like all of the people that I talked to that are in the industry were really exhausted from it all. You have to be a certain age range to be able to, to deal with that and I'm sure after a certain level, a certain amount of time, you just sort of get tired of it. So. We know that you work with like, user interface and user experience design, um, specifically for middle school like game design. Mm -hmm. So, um, can you explain what those are? What user inter interfaces and user oh, experience? UI and UX. Okay. Yeah. Um, <coughs> they're they're really they sort of started out as one sort of one little packet together, like, uh, but they've started to separate. The UI part is a little more specific. It's about just the objects on the screen in a program that the user interacts with. The buttons, the sliders, dials, any of those things that, uh, that the user is going to touch on the screen. And that all has to be designed in a way that uh, feels very natural, intuitive. Uh, and I, I like to try to emphasize on it, making it not painful to use. Uh, the best ones, in my opinion, are effortless. The user doesn't even really need to think. It just sort of happens. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's a good day for me. Uh, the UX part is a little more abstract, uh, whereas the, the UI stuff has to do specifically with point-click physical user interaction, either with a mouse or with their fingers on a tablet or a touchscreen. The, the UX is broader. It's more about the overall experience throughout the entire program, like how, what what the user is going to feel like when they're using it. Um, and it can be anything from educational software, it can be a video game, it can be applications on your phone. Those things have to be designed and they have to be designed with a specific user in mind or multiple users in mind. And it has to accommodate all of them. What do you think uh, the correlation between user interface and user experience design and teens use of social media was the correlation between them? Oh, uh, oh that's a good question. Um, 
the, there's a quote, and I can't remember who actually quoted it, but I, it, the quote actually stuck in my head. It says that uh, people ignore design that ignore people. So when you make something, and let's say, for example, we're making it for teens, if it does not acknowledge that teens are their own culture, then it's ultimately just going to fail. Uh, social media was a pretty decent example of one that can accommodate a broad range of individuals, but they are gravitating more towards teens because teens have represented themselves as just a powerhouse of user uh, experience. They have very strong opinions and they have very a very specific list of requirements in order for them to actually want to use something. And if they don't use it, things, especially especially social media, things, things are just going to fail otherwise. And how do you approach um, a new design idea with a young audience in mind? See, I, I've been in social media since it started, and I've kind of witnessed, because I'm old, the, uh, the evolution of it. I mean, it used to be, I'm, I'm talking way back, you know, like MySpace, and then when Facebook mm -hmm. first started, things have been moving from a text, you know, writing how you feel today, to things like Instagram where you're posting a picture and you're posting an emotion and you can convey so much more. I mean, it is true, a picture's worth a thousand words. So uh, you can convey a lot of feeling with an image. And teens especially have, because of their sort of age, their, their development state, you know, brain development, all of that, they're, they're at this point where they are socializing <clears throat> they're learning specific skills in social interaction and social media can be a really valuable tool for testing those skills it's also a double-edged sword it can have some yeah. some some downsides to it but for the most part the the aspects of conveying feeling being able to articulate that if you can do it in words or if you can do it in a picture that's an invaluable skill that you can actually test out So, since teenagers are, let's be honest, pretty easily distracted, um, how do you think that user interface slash user experience designers with social media platforms play into that when designing the platforms? Um, I think a really good example is just the, the difference in how Facebook operates compared to something like Instagram or Snapchat. It's, I mean, Instagram, Snapchat is, Snapchat is picture, a couple of words, what do you think? That's basically it. Now, Facebook was a lot more text-driven early on. It's trying to sort of draw in some of that Instagram and uh, Snapchat thunder, but the just just how quickly it can group information together and just put it out there, and then people can respond to it. And it's organized when you actually look at the app. It's organized in just these little morsels that you can look at, process, and re respond. It's in, it's out. You don't have to sit on it for a long time. You don't have to scrutinize or look at it and analyze what what the hell am I looking at right now you know it's 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 presented in a very uh, easily digestible format cool so in the company you work for iStation um, within your UI team or UX have you thought about how social media is designed to help with your educational video game oh yeah we uh, we drew a lot of emphasis on how we presented the material. Uh, we based it off a lot of uh, social media conventions uh, or phone conventions. Like we, 
we had a combination of character dialogue happening with recorded voice acting, but we also did the majority of it. We did it with just uh, text because it's a reading program. So anytime we're giving them more stuff to read, the better. Uh, but we would present those conversations above the characters as like a text message conversation because that's a familiar format. Everybody, everybody texts or uh, instant messages or Google chats. All of, all of those things are a familiar uh, format. So. Uh, we even had some faux social media applications in the program as another way to break up and organize the information that we were presenting. Cool. Because it was familiar. Yeah, cool. I mean, it, it, anything that's familiar to the age range is, is ideal because you want them to use something that they already use. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is just like that. And like, oh, that's good. They're actually well, thinking like not old people. Especially <laughs> with like reading, because I know like a lot of kids have trouble reading like long messages, messages oh, yeah. or like even books. So yeah. putting it in that type of form is good. Just a big, huge wall, a wall of text. <laughs> just, yep, yeah. you got to keep it engaging yeah. and interesting. You break right. it up into pieces. You can you can change the format, uh, give it to where that you basically you're breaking it up into the parts that you want them to digest. You know, it's a particular paragraph or a couple of sentences, something that's really important that you want to emphasize as opposed to just including it in a big, huge wall, you know, kind of like those pages on the wall. Like I can't, I can read the title. Yeah. But now I've already lost, it's lost my attention. Yeah. I've also, I, I never grew out of my, my teenage phase either, so that, that might be helping me do the design stuff because I have the same attention span problem. So, I think that's all the questions we have for you yeah. today. Okay. Um, thank you so much for coming in and doing the interview. Yeah, thank, thank you, it was fun. I like this week's chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening, and please make sure to check out our video and article at voxadl.org.